Hi, I'm John. And I'm Bree. And you're listening to Nibsqueak, where we explore visual tools for working better. And today we're talking about inspiring those around you to work visually. This is Nibsqueak. So Bree, the kids, they're back in school, huh? Oh my gosh, kids are back to school. <laughs> How's it going? Going well. Everyone's basically happy, you know. Summer habits are hard to break, but we're getting mm. there. All right, yeah. So hey, speaking of which, I'm mm-hmm. curious to know, what is your policy on screen time at your house? Loaded question. And honestly, one that I know better than to answer on the record. <laughs> okay. Well, I was just reading some research on screen time. Mm-hmm. This one particular article said that screen time in schools mm-hmm. actually makes kids bypass the basics. They don't learn how to write, like how to write with a pencil and flip it over and erase and write on paper. Oh, right. I think I read that article too. Kind of reminds me of some of the people that we come in contact with in our work. Right. The people who are kind of nib avoidant people who don't like to use markers sure people who much prefer their screens and their keyboards to their markers dude actually this reminds me of a conversation that i had recently with my friend dan do you remember dan oh i remember dan dan is a manager and he has a team of people like i don't know 40 or 50 people who work for him yes and if I remember, Dan likes what we do, the whole like the whole visual thinking way of life. Dan digs it. And, you know, yeah. he's one of those people I think of as like a visual leader. Yeah, he loves sketch notes and scribing and learning maps, the whole nine, all that stuff. Right. Dan had a very important question for us. My question is, how do I get people to sort of use them as well? You know, use them as I do and sort of believe in them as I do. I think once again, Dan's come to the right place. You know, visuals and nibs and teams, that's that's our stuff. That's what we do all day, every day. Can you think of any techniques that could be applied here for Dan, who is trying to inspire slash influence his team to use visuals? First thing that comes to mind when I think about influencing others, it's, it's really about uh, leading by example or, mm-hmm. or modeling. Like you want to model the behavior that, that you want to see from his team. Yeah, that's right. Totally. So leading by example is key. So if he wants them to use whiteboards and meetings instead of just sitting around a conference table. Or if he wants his team to describe their work of a project with models or pictures. Yeah, then he needs to look at the man in the mirror and ask him to change his ways. Yes. He should grab a nib and spend time at the whiteboard or on some large paper at a table He needs to scrap the pages and pages of bullets and and replace them with models and visuals instead. Exactly. Be the change he wants to see in the world. I mean, how many cliches can we squeeze (laughs) in? (laughs) But it's true. That's cliches are okay. It's okay. So essentially, all right. So we're saying lead by example. Lead by example. Yes. All right. What else can Dan do to inspire his team to embrace the visual thinking? Well, okay. So this is something I learned and it's positive reinforcement. Ah, okay. Positive reinforcement. Tell me more. Yeah. So positive reinforcement is basically where you just focus all of your attention and praise on the behaviors that you want to continue and amplify. So you have to be really careful about what it is that you're positively reinforcing. Like you just reinforce the good stuff. And so for Dan, it's yeah. about acknowledging the good visual work. Any attempts, good, bad, otherwise, whatever, ugly, it's totally fine. Yeah, good People and bad. are trying. Yeah, you want all all forms. So if if one of Dan's team members uses some kind of an interesting diagram or a model to describe a concept or, or a thing, Dan should 
really publicly acknowledge how awesome that is or, or maybe use it with with his leaders and totally. share it upwards as well um yeah. i would like to share all this with dan and see if any of it's useful to him okay let's do that um leading by example leading by example yeah, i think I'm, I'm i've already been leading by example yeah you're um, a leader and you're doing these visual things yes and i think it just sort of just reinforced for me uh-huh the uh you know the fact that i need to sort of try to get up there as much as i can okay and sort of show people you know the advantages of actually having you know information and the you know the use of the whiteboard as a means of communicating so in in my position as a manager i you know have the ability to you know ask folks to do things and sort of maybe even stretch themselves a Mm -hmm. little bit and there was an example where i was working with one of my employees and she was having a really hard time really understanding all the pieces of what she needed to focus on Mm -hmm. and you know it, it just she would sort of just get into the weeds and really sort of get um, a, a little bit overwhelmed. Okay. And so one of my asks was, hey, let's meet in a room and let's put stuff on the whiteboard. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and see what comes out of that. Just and you it, and this other person. Yeah. And I think it really worked out well for her. I think it was life-changing. Life-changing? Yes. <laughs> I think it was life-changing. He just drops. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, what was life-changing about it? Um... I think she really didn't understand the benefit of a tool like that okay. or doing that. And then when so she, she hadn't really done this before. She had never done this before. She had seen me do it before, mm-hmm. and she liked it. But she was never the one up there, sort of trying to, you know, get ideas mm-hmm. up there and really thinking about it. Graphically facilitate. Yeah, yeah. And I think once she finished, she was really impressed with what she has actually had put on the board, uh-huh. and she had like a clear start an end okay and all so the some kind of like that needed to go in between so current state future state model action. yeah sort of like a gap analysis oh wow thing. okay yeah. cool so, yeah it was really helpful and um that's awesome dan i mean it sounds like you really were kind of reinforcing her her good ideas by just you know spending that much time with her um one-on-one and helping her work through work through these visual tools yeah yeah and i want to do more of that with my staff i think it's something that i want them to embrace that's good i think it's you know the whiteboard isn't scary it won't bite (laughs) no it definitely won't bite it might fall on you and crush you but it won't bite (laughs) bite. (laughs) wow that was fantastic that's so cool yeah yeah, I mean, Dan's really getting somewhere. You know, I I kind of hope that maybe you also mentioned one other really important thing that Dan should tell his team about. Oh, yeah? What's that? Keeping it squeaky. Dan's <laughs> team should know about this show. They should like it and love it and know about it. Oh, they know about it. They know all about it okay, by now. Okay. But yes, you're right. They should know that. All right. Well, then let's explore all these ideas a little bit further on our website. Yeah, let's do that at collectivenext.com. All right. Until next time, keep on squeaking. Keep it squeaky. Help us keep it squeaky. Go to iTunes, give us a rating, and write a review. And while you're there, you can subscribe to our show so that you'll never, ever miss an episode. Thanks for listening.